Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the next episode in the Brain Food Podcast. I am Casey Thomas and this week we're going to address the question, where do I even start? Okay, a lot of people ask me that and they have no idea where to begin. All right, so a lot of people start their nutrition journeys in a different spot and that's completely okay. What I have an issue with is people who realize they're not where they want to be, and then they make no move to do anything about it, nothing to correct the situation. All right, so if you're going to wish for something and not act, that's as bad as it gets, in my opinion. You only have two options. First is just accept where you're at, or two, work to move towards wherever you want to get to. All right, that's it. Those are your only two options. You don't have a right to complain if you're not actually doing anything about it. Now, the most important step in any journey is not the first one, despite what a lot of people will say. It's always the next step, okay? Always the next step. And as long as you're taking steps in the right direction, you will end up at the right destination, all right? So if you want to get there, you got to start taking steps there. doesn't matter how big the steps are. It just matters that you're going in the right direction. Now, don't forget to leave me a rating and review because it does help me out a whole lot and make sure that you're subscribed so you'll be the first to know when the next episode goes live because I do have so much more in store for you on this Brain Food Podcast. Now, let's get right into it. So the first thing I need to address with this topic, though, is that I don't want you to feel guilt, okay? And there's a lot of people out there who are trying to make you feel guilty about where you're at. And here's some of the biggest issues that I see in the nutrition industry right now. First, there is simply too much misinformation out there. It is impossible these days to determine a credible source from an illegitimate one. And unless you spend years studying nutrition science and uh, getting really deep into the nitty gritty, you're going to really have no way to know what's credible or not. You, you have no way to discern that, and that's no fault of your own, okay? Um, the second thing you should know is that food companies are honestly out to get you. They have teams of scientists, okay, teams of very, very smart people who will intentionally work to create foods that will spike reward pathways in your brain and get you hooked on truly a biological level to these different food products, okay? There is a certain scientific formula for different ratios of things like the sodium content, the sugar content, the you know, um, the crunchiness factor, the texture, all these different things. They do all these tests to get food products that are designed to get you hooked and to get you buying more, okay? They don't really care about your health. They care about you buying more. They're businesses, and rightfully so, they care about you know making more money. But They're utilizing a lot of tricks to take advantage of neural pathways in your brain that have nothing to do with your health and will trick you into eating more. The next thing that you should know is that our food environment in modern time is honestly just set up for failure for us. Okay, think about it. How far away are you from the nearest source of food at any given time? I bet minutes, maybe, if that, (laughs) Um, this is going to deplete your willpower considerably throughout the day, okay? Here's a little test for you. Try keeping your favorite snack on your desk and seeing how long you can go without eating it, okay? Guarantee you it's going to be gone in probably minutes if you're like me. (laughs) And along with this, you know, along with all this food that's just constantly near us, we also don't have to physically work for that food anymore. 
okay? Our ancestors were only able to eat after they spent hours, if not days, either hunting or foraging for food, okay? All of that physical work was the cost it took to get that food, and you finally got the payoff from getting that food eventually, but you had to work for it, all right? We don't have that anymore. I can just walk into a supermarket and buy 20,000 calories, you know, for five bucks and, and call it a day, right? That That's unheard of in, in human history here. Human bodies were not meant and not built for modern living. They were built for ancient living. And so we have to borrow some of those practices in order to stay healthy in a modern world. So all these things, what I'm trying to get at though, is don't feel guilty for being wherever you're at. Okay. There's a lot of systems in place these days in the modern world that are working against you. Okay. So it it doesn't, surprise me when there's more people than ever who are struggling with uh, their weights, with their nutrition, with all of this stuff. Okay. It doesn't surprise me one bit. However, if you do want to change where you're at, then you have to do something about it. Okay. So you're listening to this podcast that tells me you're at least thinking about it, which is awesome. All right. Now with all that out of the way, okay, here's some strategies that you can look to implement right now that will do wonders, honestly, for your brain performance. Okay. So tip number one, focus on whole on unprocessed foods. And no, I'm not talking about, you know, those things with all those crazy labels, you know, organic, non-GMO, grass-fed, free-range, massaged every day, cows imported from, you know, New Zealand. All right. What all I'm talking about really here is just simply focusing on making whole foods the biggest proportion of your food in your daily diet. And if you don't know what a whole food is, here's a quick little uh, strategy to identify, you know, did it run? Did it swim? Did it fly? Did it grow from the ground? If it didn't do any of those things, then it's probably not a whole food. Okay. Um, a whole food, if you're in the supermarket, doesn't have an ingredient list or a nutrition's facts label. Okay. They don't put an ingredient list on an apple. All right. Because it's an apple. <laughs> So, uh, you know, and that's, that's another pro tip for you. So when you're at the grocery store, make sure you shop on the periphery. That's where they put all of the fresh products, all of the whole foods. Typically, you know, you can find your fresh produce there. You can find your protein. Um, all, all the goodies are out there. Whereas on the inside, that's where they put all the processed foods and all the junk stuff. All right. Now I'm not saying you can't mix and match your different whole foods. You, you certainly can. And if the item does have an ingredient label, you should be able to identify the ingredients, okay? And the more ingredients that you cannot identify, the more likely the product is to have been heavily processed, okay? And the more heavily processed it is, you want to minimize consumption of those items, okay? So tip number two, eat the amount you need. And... It sounds simple, but it's honestly easier said than done. And I'll, I'll cover some specific strategies later for both weight gain and weight loss. However, I still want to mention this because there is something to be said about getting more in tune with your body. If you were trying to lose weight, but instead you gained 20 pounds, something wrong happened, right? Something drastically wrong happened. And if you were trying to bulk up and put on muscle and you instead lost 20 pounds, again, something wrong happened. Okay. So the trick is not only to notice when something wrong is happening, which is where, you know, 90% of people stop their thought process. They say, Oh, I, I, you know, I'm gaining weight. Uh Oh, that's it. Right. You need to notice something wrong happened. Then try to figure out why something wrong happened 
and then do something different. Okay, you need to do something different. The fastest way to keep getting what you've been getting is to keep doing what you've been doing. And if you want your results to change, I'm sorry, but you need to change something. And I know change is hard, but as long as you know, uh, you're know you not letting yourself spin your wheels, you're bound to find what works for you eventually. Okay, so you might as well start experimenting now. And that's something that I love about nutrition is you can experiment with anything. Okay, it, it costs dollars to go experiment with, with different food items and find out what works for you. Okay, it's not like, you know, some crazy expensive hobby where you're spending tens of thousands of dollars on new gear and equipment. All right, food is literally pennies and, and dollars. Okay, you can experiment with it and it's cheap. Now, tip three, imagine a plate is sitting in front of you. Okay. And so this is for you visual people. All right. Here's, here's what I like to call the everyday, every time plate. And if you do this plate, uh, you know, three times a day, you're going to be in a good spot. Okay. So this is just a rough guideline. It's just to help give you an idea. So imagine a plate sitting right in front of you. All right. Draw a line down the middle. Half of your plate now. Fill it up with non-starchy vegetables. I don't care what kind, just pick your favorites, all right? Now, you have half your plate left, okay? So half of that, which is a quarter of the total plate, so 25% of your total plate, fill it up with protein, okay? So, you know, pick your favorite. You can pick some some fish. You can pick some, uh, some chicken, you know, whatever, whatever you feel like, all right? Now you have 25% of your plate left over, okay? So the last corner. What you're going to do with this last corner is you're going to split it between either or split it between starches. So things like sweet potatoes, whole grains, you know, those kind of things, as well as fats. So if you want to throw in any nuts and seeds or healthy oils or cheeses, anything like that, that goes in in that corner as well. And so that's that's the last 25 percent. Now, if you just worked out or if you have a sweet tooth, you can add in some fruit on top of this in addition to, you know, on the side of this, this plate that I outlined for you. And again, if you make your plate look like this three times a day, right there, you're going to be doing so much better than most of America. You don't need to get hung up on any of the details. Now, th this plate will apply to most people, but just a quick little caveat. If you are very physically active or have a very physically demanding job, or you're trying to bulk up and put on some muscle, um, you know, or you're trying to protect your connective tissue or, or whatever, anything with a very high calorie demand, this plate may not work out for you. And I'll talk about some specific types of plates for those specific kinds of people at another time. Uh, but this is just to give you, get you started. All right. Next one, tip number four, no liquid calories. All right. And I know this is huge for brain performance because everyone is, you know, talking about having coffee, talking about tea, talking about energy drinks, all these kinds of things. All right. Now, liquid calories are easy to process and provide minimal satiety. So, you know, you can drink two liters of soda and not feel full. But with that two liters of soda, you're going to have consumed half your daily calories with you know, a pitiful 0% of your needed micronutrients. Okay. So micronutrients are very important and I don't want to discourage coffee and tea uh, drinking. And in fact, coffee and tea are incredibly healthy, 
and they contain all sorts of beneficial nutrients in there. However, the issue is what you add to those coffee and teas, all right? You know, you should be uh, drinking those straight if you can. Don't add, you know, uh, sweeteners and, and uh, creamers and all, all this and that to it just to, to make it taste good. Um, if, if you don't like it straight, then you don't actually like coffee or tea. What you like is sugar or fat, depending on what you're adding, all right? So no liquid calories, but for brain performance, you know, caffeine is important. Caffeine is a valuable tool. We can definitely utilize it. And actually coffee and tea themselves are quite healthy. Um, so stick to, to water and stick to unsweetened coffee or tea. All right. Now, if you absolutely, one, one little caveat to this rule, if you absolutely hate, hate, hate vegetables. Okay. I find that some people to get them more acclimated to vegetables to start, uh, making a smoothie can be beneficial. Okay. That can mask the taste for, um, the vegetables. And I would rather you have those vegetables, even though it's in a liquid form, than not have them at all as part of your diets. Okay. Uh, there's no real places, honestly, for, for things like juices. They're pretty much most juices you buy are honestly just as bad as soda. Um, they're just loaded with sugar. They've sucked out all the nutrients. They've sucked out all the fiber. Okay. So most liquid calories are not really going to be doing anything for you or for your brain. All right. So water, unsweetened coffee or tea, and potentially a smoothie if you need to get over the fact that you, you know, can't grow up and eat vegetables. <laughs> All right. Tip number five, food is only one part of your life. All right. So a lot of nutritionists, a lot of dietitians, they like to think nutrition is all there is to life. They tend to push, you know, this all or none mentality. And I completely disagree with that. All right. I believe it's about being happy and being as healthy as you can be to do all the things that you want to do in life. And if you're listening to this, you know, you have some relatively high aspirations. Okay. You're trying to optimize your brain performance. All right. So obviously you're going to need to take your nutrition seriously to do that. However, you can't let it be all consuming. All right. Can I find any nutritional redemption in my mom's fresh baked cookies? Nope, not really. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm going to turn one down when I'm visiting my family for a holiday. Okay. I'm trading a little bit of food quality for some happiness. I know it and I don't feel guilty about it. And you know what the junk foods are. I do not need to give you a list of junk foods. Okay. You need to weigh your danger foods against what you want out of life. And if you're trying to optimize things, and if your danger foods are stopping you from getting what you want, then you definitely need to change something about them. Okay. Uh, if, if your problem is, is, uh, managing your weight, for example, then you might need to go back and reference tip number two, which was eat the amount you need. Okay. And eating a bunch of junk foods that are your danger foods, it might not be good to have those around at all. Okay. Just because if you're that kind of person who's going to eat them, if they're there, um, that could be causing a problem for you. So, you know, get in tune with yourself, know what you need to change, be, you know, be honest, be brutal with yourself. So the main point I want to get across here is that you need to be intentional with your food. Okay. It should always serve a purpose. Is this meal chosen to be healthy for you? Great. Does it contain some junk items, but was chosen for happiness? You know, you're socializing, it's holidays, you're with your family. Still great. Doesn't matter as long as it was intentionally chosen. Okay. Don't be one of those people who has a cookie, 
feels guilty about it, falls off the wagon, and then binges the entire weekend. All right? Instead, choose to have the cookie, feel happy about it, and then move forward. All right? And I said above that the most important step was always the next one. And I also like to say that the most important meal of your life is always the next one. You can't do anything about your past meals. You'll never meet a future meal. The only meal you'll ever see is the next one. So be intentional with it. All right. So I know today wasn't sexy, but all of these tips that I gave you here, you have to check these boxes first. All right. You're going to be rewarded far more by getting your nutrition fundamentals dialed in. And in fact, there there is honestly not a single supplement or superfood or secret technique that can overcome the detriment caused by poor nutrition practices. All right. And performance nutrition and specifically brain performance nutrition, it's honestly a skill that must be practiced and developed over time. Okay. You can't shortchange the process. You're going to get 90% of the benefit of nutrition by focusing on the fundamentals. And you need to master those fundamentals before you move on to the specifics. So take what I said seriously. Don't think you're an exception to any of these rules. Um, and once you have those truly internalized, then you can start looking to implement some of the more nitty gritty, specific, high level techniques that I'll be talking about in coming weeks. All right. So to summarize our five points today, first, focus on getting whole unprocessed foods and make sure that those are the majority of your diet. Second, eat the amount that you need for what you're trying to do. Third, use the plate model that I outlined. Go back and listen to that if you need a refresher on that, but that's 50% of your plate non-starchy vegetables, 25% of your plate protein, and then you split the rest of it between your grains or starches and your fats. Okay. And then you can add on some fresh fruit if you just worked out or if you have a sweet tooth. Fourth tip, no liquid calories, stick to water, unsweetened coffee, unsweetened tea, and potentially vegetable smoothies if you need them to get the vegetables down. And fifth, food is only one part of your life. Okay. Be intentional with your food. Always be intentional with it, but don't let it run your life. There you have it. If you like this episode, make sure you leave me a rating and a review and make sure you subscribe because I have so much more in store for you. Thank you again. Talk very soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.